0: Welcome to another episode of Great People TV. As usual, you're with me, Ben Ibrahim. And as usual, before I start, yes, I know I sound a little bit annoying, like a broken record. Please support our social media channels on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Instagram as well. You've all supported us, and thank you so much. But tell a friend to follow and like Great People TV. Tonight, we have another great guest, but something a little bit different. Last time, we spoke to Brendan Gunn. And we've spoken to other sports characters, political characters, leaders. But we haven't spoken to a corporate character in quite some time. So th- today, the topic is making the change. And I'm speaking to Vaishana Vasutavan, a.k.a. Vai, who's on our sh- show tonight. And Vai, I'm sorry, did I get that right? It's Vaish, yes. Vaish, Vaish with a H. So Vaish yes. is on. A- I apologize about that. Vaish, welcome to Great People TV. How are you?
1: Thank you so much, Ben, for having me. I'm good, thank you. How are you doing?
0: No, no, no. Thank you so much for asking, and it's always a pleasure when someone asks. I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay, great. and um, you know, really glad that you're on our show today because you've got such a great story to tell. I mean, you you've mm-hmm. been in the human resource industry for quite some time. You've worked mm-hmm. in multiple industries, mainly through the HR lens. And as I was saying to you offline, a lot of people see HR as a transactional role, but HR yeah. really, really does, takes care of the nitty gritty. And that's what we're going get, to get through today. How, I mean, how you have made a positive change and making a difference through your HR profession. So let's to start with the first question. I mean, you're an award-winning corporate executive. You've won multiple awards. Tell us how your magnificent career started.
1: All right, Van. So basically, I graduated high school and I wanted to, you know, work for a year or two and then go to college and do my degree. Right. I always thought that I was going to do mass communication because I wanted to have my own talk show one day. I wanted to be the next Oprah Winfrey, as per se. However, I, as I was looking for a job um, while I was, you know, taking a break after high school graduation, I applied to many job ads. And one day I got a call from uh, the largest global recruitment agency known as Manpower Group, right? So I ran in for an interview and actually the role was for one of their clients. However, well, I guess I nailed the first impression in an interview. So they decided to offer me a role as junior recruiter with the agency directly, Right, so there's not a lot of potential, you know, that they could mold me and grow me in in the role, or rather in the recruitment industry. So then I continued working with the company, and I held uh, many roles there. So I was leading the client acquisition, I was managing the manpower group's um, academy, I was also the trainer uh, for IBM Malaysia. Now, after my stint in IBM, well, Manpower Group after IBM and Manpower Group, I then moved on to one of the largest that was um, probably 2012, 2013 when it was really hot in the industry where startups were coming into in the industry. It was the internet. Um, it was basically e-commerce industry was booming at that point, right? So in 2012 or in 2013, I then was hit hunted by delivery by rocket internet and I was then hired directly for Lazada Group, right? And I was responsible for leading and assisting the Lazada Malaysia, Singapore, and also another entity under the Lazada Group, which is Lamido, right? After that, I, after Lazada Group, I I was working with three different countries at that point of time as well, which is Thailand, Philippines, and Malaysia. I then got headhunted by iFlix. So iFlix was this company that, started in 2014, and I was actually the first employee that got hired, the number one employee in record, right? So nobody knew, nobody in the industry knew that iFlix was coming up because at a point of time, you know, uh, it was kept discreet. So I joined into iFlix, I joined as a recruiter to scale the business. However, I then became the HR manager where I took on the role to also look after three other countries, such as Thailand, Philippines, and also Malaysia. Right after that, I moved on to the very famous fashion company in Malaysia, which is known as Fashion Valley. So I was hired. I worked very closely with BB yourself and I was hired by Fadza Anwar directly. So I reported into Fadza and I held a role as people culture development for the group, which is three uh, companies under the group and also taking care of three countries. So I was looking after Indonesia, Singapore, and also Malaysia. So I had, and under the entities, I was looking at the Duck Group, Sitka Designs, and of course, Fashion Valley. So I had a tremendous amount of opportunity to grow in that role, to also um, travel along with BB and Fadzar while I was there. And then I moved forward to Delivery Hero, one of the fastest leading food delivery company, which is known as also Food Panda here. And when I joined Food Panda, so it was a team. I was I was I joined Food Panda as a head of HR, but it was a team of two in the beginning, right? And then we we hired employees of hundred. We started at hundred and twelve employees, but we scale in one year to one thousand employees, and my team then grew from two headcounts right up to basically twelve headcounts. So then, you know, when you are in the startup industry for almost a decade. I, at that point of time, felt that I think I needed to come out of that industry because, you know, some point in your career, you would hit the ceiling, right? You know, you would probably reach your peak. You would not know how much more impact you could make or how much more values you could bring to the organization, especially to the industry. At that point, it was startup that was booming. So I decided to go into, with all the experiences and exposure, the knowledge that I've gained, Throughout the decade, I decided to bring it forward to the multinational companies, which is moving into J. Walter Thompson as the HR manager or and the head of HR. So when I took on that role, I then had the responsibility to actually merge two entities, which is the J. Walter Thompson and the Wonderman, which is now known as the Wonderman Thompson, right? However, something surprising happened in the year 2020, which was known as you know, COVID and the pandemic happened where you know businesses were retrenching. right? So at that point of time, um, what has happened is that the, when the pandemic hit in 2020, the company decided to retrench the employees and merge with two other companies as well. So I too was in the list to be retrenched from my role. So my career was put to a halt. I could not get a job for the first time in my career and despite countless of applications. So I had to figure out a plan for me to sustain. I took a step back took a holistic view of the businesses and the industry. And I asked myself this question, what am I passionate about? And at the same time, I get to help others. So which then got me thinking and which then led me to start my own HR and business consultancy, which is known today VB Consulting Group. So with all the experience being in the industry over a decade, having 13 years of experience now, um, and also with the experience that happened during the pandemic, the situation that happened, going through those that difficult time, being able to work with all these businesses. And I think it has been one of the best moments, as much as it was painful, it has definitely been one of the best moments because I have gained significant milestones and awards throughout my career this far, which now has brought me here today, Ben.
0: Wow. What a interesting uh, career that you've had from, like I said, it's from various industry to industry. And it's really funny that you mentioned Vivi and Fatsa earlier because, well, Vivi has been on our show just recently, actually, just to talk about her book. So she was on our show about ooh, six, seven weeks ago, probably uh, a bit shorter than that, but she came on she's I mean, and she's very good uh, in terms of the public speaking side of things, as well as being an entrepreneur. But I know she sets very, very high demands. On her people, and she's very upfront about that. So to work with an individual like that, yes, it's good, it's inspiring, but it also can be quite challenging as well. So well done to that, because that's what working with startups is. Uh, working with startups is. So now you you've done you know you've done the startups, you've done the multinational thing, you've done the recruitment agency thing. So you've come out on your own. and the name of your company?
1: VV Consulting Group.
0: VV Consulting Group. Okay. So, and how long has it been in business?
1: I started since September 2020 almost okay. 3 years so this year okay. September we will we will celebrate our third birthday actually yeah,
0: well and, st- and, then the, and you started in extremely challenging times in the covid pandemic I'm I, and I'm not going to ask you about that question about what was it like to start a business during the pandemic I think over that question has been used to death by almost every uh, digital platform or talk show exactly. person and so I'm I'm not going to state the the obvious but Tell us about the company and what it represents and what it hopes to bring to your clients, because maybe when you answer this question, you can also answer another question is that how can, and I'm sure you get asked this question a lot. I mean, in one or two sentences, without HR, why can't things survive? You know, because like everybody says without sales, a company can't survive. That's true. But without the people to get the sales, you you can't survive. So the people aspect is very, very important, but also, I don't know how else to say this, a little bit taken for granted that, oh, it's just people. We can get another person to get to get there. Yeah.
1: So um, to answer your first question, basically, VV Consulting Group, what we do is we are a HR consultancy, first of all, and what we do is we help businesses, whether you're a startup, whether you're an SME, or whether you're a multinational company, it doesn't matter what is your, you know, how fast you wanna scale your company or your business, or how small of a hit count that you have in your organization. So we, myself, along with my team of consultants, what we do is we actually wanna ensure that we work with our clients in ensuring that they continue to stay relevant in the business and in the industry. So many of times when I meet with my clients, they either when I start with an audit. So first of all, when I enter into the client's environment or the client or maybe the client's workforces per se, the first thing that I do is I do an audit, right? Do an audit to check through you know all the processes, the compliances and all. And I think what's super important is that you know the clients that I've realized certain organizations and businesses are not aware of the compliance aspect. They're not aware of the transformational expect. They're not aware of how best to actually manage the employees. So what? how are we different? And what exactly do we do that we are able to support our clients better? Is the fact that I would say our values, which is definitely stands out. Because the one thing I've always told my team, the one thing that I personally believe, it's not about money. And the reason why I would say maybe consulting group believes in that, because during the pandemic, it was not about the reason why we consulted. We started was because, not necessarily it was because of the money, but also the fact that every business had to sustain. Also, the fact that the businesses could not stay relevant. And you know, when we look at the industry at the point of time during the pandemic, that's when we we, we made it clear that the people came first. So one of our values and what we believe in is basically the people come first. And that's why one of the best slogans that I always tell my team is humanity first, always. Right. And sorry, Ben, what was the second question?
0: <laughs> the second part is that, I mean, you, I mean, clearly very explain what the company stands for, but how does HR and in your, I mean, the vice way, how does HR really, really is the difference to making a company successful or not? Because, Regardless of the generations, people take people for granted. Okay, if someone leaves, we can easily get a replacement. But that's not the case because you've built so much time and effort into that person to make it work, to help the company become sustainable.
1: Right. I think, you know, the one thing that I believe in is basically also implementing the mindset change or rather implementing the, okay, for example, line managers, right? So the line implementing some form of, HR mindset to the management style because most of the time when certain organizations or rather when they come to me and say, um, I do not want this employee in the business anymore. I need you to help me to, you know, I think it's time for the employee to leave. But what I also realize is that it is not, HR is not the, it, the department that you should dump issues to, right? It's actually, I always believe it's a collaborative role at the end of the day. And first of all, I always believe that managers, regardless whether junior or senior or even if a team lead, as long as you are in a role where you're leading others, I think it is important that everyone plays a role as a people manager. Now, as people manager, the main management skills that you should have is strategic thinking, communicating and influencing, employee engagement, you know coaching and coaching and mentoring, And of course, finally, the transformational aspect, which is an environment that supports innovation and change, right? It is important, you know, for every line manager to actually adapt to these mindset skills as their actions and behaviors as a line manager have significant impact on the team's overall morale. So I always believe that HR department and divisional managers should have a close collaborative relationship. HR could you know, provide the resources, the tools and training for them to work on their skills, to improve the management style, which eventually leads to them becoming a great leader.
0: You know, I mean, we, we could have this conversation for hours and hours because people management is, this, I mean, when everybody talks about the solution, we always say, how long, you know, how long is a piece of string? It's always very, very subject to the situation. So basically maybe the final question that I have for you for our discussion because you've given us so much and I wish this interview was actually a couple of hours but you know it's it's a short conversation maybe the final question you can share because the topic of our discussion today is making a difference how can managers leaders CEOs even just a senior executive who's managing a junior executive how can they make a difference on the lives of the people or the individual that they are managing because to make that difference, they make that positive difference. Because if you make a positive difference in someone's life, they're going to stay. They're going to work and they're going to give you great results. Right.
1: I think, um, I, I think, first of all, I think as organization, we got to empower our managers in becoming you know, great leaders. And I think when we do that, we gotta also show the way and show the path for managers to be able to manage the employees right. And I think what's also important is that we look at the formula. There's no, there's no formula. There's no magic formula in getting it right.
0: Fair enough. Fair it's enough, a, enough. it's a
1: complex field at the end of the day, right? It involves navigating human relationships and you know adapting constantly changing organizational environments. But I always believe that we should provide. You know, an entire mapping of how the employee should grow in their role, which involves a lot to do with empowering and mentoring, and a lot to do with basically being able to provide them the resources and tools. You see, most of the time in my experience as the head of HR, a lot of managers are actually junior managers, right? The first-time managers are junior managers, and they think there's only one method or one way to manage an employee, and... When they don't get the support from HR, because at the end of the HR department is the backbone of the industry or the backbone of the company. And if HR do not provide them that tools and, you know, to be able to develop the leadership skills, then they're not going to be able to develop their team.
0: Vice, I'm sorry. I know I said final question just now, but this I promise this is going to be the last question. So the final question, one thing that I always like to say with my guest on Great People TV, and also with the clients that I deal with in my business, in the events and MC business, I always say, look, what is the expectation? And how do you, what is the management of that, of that expectation? And I know in HR, you are managing so many expectations from communications, to people management, to good leadership, to poor leadership, to poor administration, to good administration. And even if you do it well, someone's going to complain about something. So what's the vice way of managing all these expectations and bringing people together so that you can move forward? And saying that is never going to be 100% because you're never going to please everybody.
1: Right. That's absolutely right, Ben. Um, So basically for me, what I would say is that when it comes to HR, there is definitely no magic formula that would work for everyone. It's a complex field that involves navigating human relationships and adapting to constantly changing organizational environments. Now, in order to excel in the HR field, I think it is really important to have a strong understanding of the business and organizational goals. So when it comes to the business, it's, what it means is that it's understanding who the customers are, understanding you know, who our clients are, understanding what the OKRs of the business are the divisional, Where did we hit our revenue last year? What's our revenue goal this year? What's our product like? You see, a lot of times HR, when they actually manage certain expectations in the company, they usually only revolve around human resources, but not play a role as a business partnership. right? So to me, I would say in order to be able to excel in the HR field, it is important to you know, to look at the business function. Now, besides the usual statement that every HR probably would say is, you know, you got to stay up to date on best practices, you know, improving skills, your training development opportunities. I would like to add one of the most important um, is that to continue to stay relevant in the industry is being involved in technology. So, for example, the current topic trend right now that is being highly talked about is AI right, which is artificial intelligence. Now, the integration of AI in HR is rapidly growing trend at the moment. It is transforming how organizations manage the human capital, you know, improve their operational efficiency and also reduce costs. So I think overall as HR, we should continue to adapt to the changes, upskill ourselves, And one of the most important thing is to automate what was once the most traditional method. We always like to do things manually. We always like to do, you know, that's how it used to be. This is how we do things. But I think, you know, automating what is once a traditional method and integrating tech into your daily tasks that eventually promotes productivity and efficiency, I think that's really, really important. Um, I also like to add that, you know, when certain employees that have actually come to HR, And they often look at, you know, okay, HR is basically to be blamed for a lot of things, right? I remember when I was a junior HR, growing in my career, I experienced where employees were to blame HR for everything that happens. And as a HR, at that point of time, being a junior employee, I felt frustrated, I felt demotivated, and I was unappreciated, right? However, as I grew my HR career, where I was in a leadership role, I then took a step back to take a holistic view of the situation and to understand the complaints and feedbacks that were coming in. You see, if I were to ask any employee today, right, what does HR do? The common answers ban will always be the main three points, which is payroll, letters, hiring. That's all. But (laughs) we know that HR does more than that, right? But HR gets misunderstood all the time. So similarly, as an employee in a workforce, oftentimes we blame certain divisions because most likely we do not understand what does a division do so and what are they responsible for so by trying yep. to understand the employee's point of view what i have done is i actually started to implement two main core values in the organization which is within or rather within the hr spectrum which is one open communication and two integrating so when hr started to practice these values and help employees to understand what HR do or what our OKRs are, what improvements are we implementing, we then started to gain the trust of the employees. And employees also have stopped blaming or assigning blame to HR as they started to understand that HR does more than just you know paying salaries, drafting letters, arranging interviews, and so on. So in conclusion here, I would say that the most important aspect to deal with the situation are the most important aspect as HR in the field is to first listen and help the employees to understand by practicing open communication. And also I would like to highlight that having core values really helps bring division employees to come together as one.
0: You know, Vaish, it's been such a really, really interesting discussion here today. I just feel like, you know, it's almost like, I mean, we Malaysians, we sometimes are lazy to open a book, but Today, the book really, really came at us in Great People TV and you've broken it down so well in terms, not just about the basics of, you know, yes, I mean, yes, the basics of human resource, but also, you know, the really, the core things that you have to address, which is the values, the the leadership, the people, the communication, because it's those things that you spoke about is what makes good people, because when you have good people around you who are professional, who are well-mannered, who are not negative, You're going to have a good environment and a good culture which is not easy to build especially in this post-covid time where people are more pessimistic than anything else so you've given us a lot of notes right here Vaish and really i think a lot of people are going to enjoy this content here today that you've given us on great people tv but on behalf of great people tv thank you so much for sharing all your antidotes not just about human resource but about business and you've also, the key today that you've spoken about transformation, how you transformed yourself to become better, and that made others better, and that has made an impact and making a difference on many, many people's lives. Vaisha, Vaishana Vasutavan, thank you so much for your time. Anytime you want to tell another good story on Great People, People TV, hit me on WhatsApp. As always, I tell this to all my our guests, and some of them have come back. Come back, tell us some more good stories, because your stories will always be welcome right here on Great Definitely People TV. Thank so that. much. And have a great night, everybody. And we'll catch you on our next episode of Great People TV. Thank you.